Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to day two of our African Family Business Research Conference. It's the second one. Um, we started that last year, and we had a very nice uh, first day. Uh, the theme of this morning is specifically about innovation and entrepreneurial orientation in African family businesses. And we will have three speakers in this morning's session. Uh, the first one is Mr. Raymond Mutura. He's from Strathmore University Business School in Kenya, and um, Raymond just started his PhD on digital innovation in African family businesses. So we're delighted to have him on board as a doctoral student, and um, I think his topic is very relevant. And then after him, uh, Mr. Hayden Aydakis will talk on innovation in South African family and non-family SMEs. And then I will say something about entrepreneurial orientation and what came out of the African barometer. So, Raymond, welcome. Thank you for being our first speaker this morning. So I will hand over to you um, if you can do your presentation and then we will allow five or ten minutes, uh, depending on the time for questions. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Marie. Uh, good morning, uh, colleagues. So I'm just going to share my screen. Okay, so my topic is on the history of digital innovations for African family farms. And uh, I'm specifically looking at the micro, small and medium enterprises. Um, I think the rest I have been introduced already by Professor Marie. Uh, I am a PhD student at Nelson Mandela University, but I also work in Strathmore University Business School and in charge of the Family Business Executive Program. So I'm just going to go through these one, two, three, four things uh, in my presentation. So a, I think the general uh, perception that has been created in uh, just looking at the literature that is out there, very specific to Sub-Saharan Africa, is that there is another economy that needs attention. Uh, and this is the digital economy. Uh, well, of course, there's still a lot of uh, conversation around different, different the wording of whether it's digital or internet economy. Uh, we have a study by IFC and Google that talks of the internet economy and doing these predictions. So it's going to be a 115 billion economy in 2020, 180 in 2025, and 712 in 2050. Um, and then, of course, a, a lot of the same study actually does talk about the African Continental Free Trade Area Agreement as, uh, you know, uh, 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 well, this is. Uh, collectively, Africans coming together and creating uh, a harmonization of digital digital businesses across Africa. And according to this study, this would contribute to a combined GDP of at least 2.6 trillion uh, US dollars. Um, 
So again, on the other hand, it has always been considered that uh, MSC, MSMEs, as you call them in Kenya, I know they are called SMEs in other parts of Africa, uh, are critical to the, to, the, to the growth of GDP in our countries. Um, and then also that uh, a lot of these uh, MSMEs employ the biggest, uh, big, they employ almost close to 80% of uh, of a population yeah so so that's just a bit about the background um, then when we look at the literature we discover that very few studies are focused first of all on just African family farms in general um, and then we have a new line of studies within family farms and family farm innovations uh, and also digital innovation so those three areas, uh, when we scan the literature, we find that there are very, very few studies that are focused on that. Um, digital innovations, just looking at the digital innovation literature and the scholars that have come up with digital innovation literature is also considered new. Um, well, there are frameworks that have been developed on, uh, on how to uh, look at scholarship in the digital innovation space. But none of these uh, are speaking to family farms uh, who we already know are very different from other type of family farms. Yeah? Uh, in fact, uh, one study, by a number of studies by Chris Mann and Demasis uh, have talked about uh, the particularistic behavior of family farms uh, and in specific to the idea of innovations uh, they talk about family farm innovations. They talk about uh, family farms considered having a paradox about on, on ability on one hand and willingness on the other. Yeah, that uh, they have a greater ability than family farms to um, to make uh, to, to to adopt innovations, but usually they are not willing, yeah? and that it's very important to give them the ability as much as possible so that then they can move towards a willingness of adopting digital innovations. So the study is going to try and demystify a bit of the digital innovation world and also uh, provide some ideas on what MSMEs can then undertake uh, in regards to digital innovations. So the, the way I, this is, it was just a bit of a scanning of the literature so we looked at the literature that is available in relation to this topic. Um, and out of that, we were able to get out of just Kubu Scholar, the Scopus and EBSCO host databases, around 185 articles. Um, when we examined on whether the, uh, these, digital, these articles focus on digital innovations, Africa, family businesses, farms, and SMEs we were only able to come to about 10 articles uh, from the three. And then uh, one of the studies, there was a systematic literature uh, uh, review on digital innovations in SMEs. Uh, this is a, well, it's a recent study. Um, and uh, it's very specific to SMEs. Uh, it may not have been specific to family farms, but it was just talking generally on SMEs. Uh, and out of it, we looked at another 10. Uh, there are a number of countries that the study has taken care of. 
Congo, um, South, uh, Kenya, Nigeria, South Africa, Tunisia. And uh, what we did is we tried to pick the ones that are specifically looking at MSMEs and are on digital innovation. So in total, we have about 21 studies that we, we are looking at in this study. Okay. So a, a few critical digital innovation concepts. Um, so the first one is around the idea that um, um, the digital innovations can be looked at as either a process or outcome perspective. Uh, and this approach is borrowed from general innovation literature. We have Crossan and Apiadin, Apiadin who have, you have a systematic literature review on general innovations that uh, came up with this idea that uh, we, when looking at innovations, we look at it from both a process and outcome perspective. Um, a recent study by Han et al., 2019, builds this and specifically then talks about digital innovations uh, and uh, either from a process approach or an outcome approach. So the process approach, uh, which tries to talk about how digital innovation is created, uh, has been given a definition there by Yo. Yo is the, among the first ones that started talking about this. And this is the idea that um, the carrying out of new combinations of digital and physical components to produce novel products. Yeah. Um, so the focus when looking at how digital innovation is created and any studies that I've talked about that have mentioned have specifically focused on the process approach. Uh, then there is the second approach which looks at what digital innovation is, uh, not just looking at how digital innovation uh, enables the development of product, but looking at it as an, as an outcome, as a general outcome. Uh, and uh, this thought process then means that uh, we look at anything in a, in a farm that either of a product nature or a process or a business model that is embodied or enabled by IT. So it's not just looking at products or uh, or, uh, or or being aligned to only how products come about in in a, in a farm in a farm, but in looking at how it. Uh, how um, uh, what the eventual outcome is of the innovation that that we have and how it was created, not how it was created. Then, of course, uh, these days um, the digital innovation um, studies are moving towards this idea that it's very, very difficult to look at how or the outcome approach or the process approach, and instead, because of the fact that this is getting blurred. Uh, Nabisan and others uh, talk about the digital innovations as being a range of innovation outcomes, such as new products, platforms, and services, as well as new customer experiences and other value pathways facilitated by digital tools. Yeah. The, the, the thing is that the, the, there is so much technology out there and there are so many possible uses of technology and possible uses of digital platforms that it is difficult to only think of uh, how digital innovation is created or to think of uh, a general outcome. They, so they, 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 the scholars are beginning to look at the need to look at the availability of the, the, the innovations that are available 
and uh, seeing how this can be adopted for farms, for family farms. Okay, then uh, the conceptual and, and theoretical framework that we have is that, uh, and this is borrowed from Macaulay and others, um, the, the digital innovation as a process, uh, this is just looking at how I focused on the products, had these three ideas that I should think about initiation of that uh, innovation. Um, and, and by the way, this is, it doesn't mean that we use any, it's, it's a question. Yeah? It's any of this, any of this can be an approach that will be used to look at the digital innovations that is available. And then as an organization, think about initiating or internally sometimes think about what we need to develop uh, out of the technology that is available or sometimes looking at what needs to be implemented or look at what digital innovations are available and what needs to be exploited. Yeah. Uh, then the thing we are adding, uh, the, the, the part of the conceptual framework that we are adding in this uh, study is that uh, the role, uh, Colley only talks about an internal uh, environment, but we are saying that when you're looking at family businesses, we need to look at the internal environment from this perspective, from the fact that the family is involved and therefore it is involved in ownership, in governance and in management. And that from an innovation point of view, what is fundamental and critical is to look at how willing the family farm um, uh, owners, are, uh, family, farm, family farms are, are from a teacher innovation point of view and ability. Uh, and that the two are precisely what is critical for innovations to actually be implemented or initiated or developed or, or exploited in a family farm. If we don't, if family farms don't uh, look at their willingness and ability in applying uh, them, themselves to digital innovations, then it will be very difficult for digital innovations to be implemented in, in family farms. Yeah. And then, of course, we always have to look at the role of the external competitive environment. We have to always scan that. And then out of that, we will be able to then have uh, digital innovations that are either at a product or a service or a process level. Okay. Um, so the initiation idea is to think about triggers, opportunities, identification, and decision-making around what digital innovations are. Uh, the develop idea is to look at design. Uh, I mean, thinking about uh, designing of, uh, of, inno- of, of innovations uh, or thinking of how they need to be developed or thinking of how they need to be adopted in the organization. Then the implementation is usually the easy one, uh, having an IT department that would install, maintain, or eventually the training and incentives that are around it. And then exploit is around maximizing returns and leveraging existing systems or data for new purposes. So this is the, 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 the process internally that needs to be examined by uh, family farms. Um, okay, and then of course on the issue of uh, internal family business environment, we've talked about the idea of ability and uh, uh, willingness on the part of family farms to engage with digital innovations. So a, a bit of just the findings, just looking at scanning through over the years on uh, what has been documented from a digital innovation perspective. Uh, we have a, 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 a paper written by one of the digital, uh, digital innovations enthusiasts around the idea of 
digital enterprise evolution. Yeah? So to try and understand what is out there. And this is very important for family farms yeah, to appreciate their ability. Yeah? It's a way of educating them to understand their ability that is needed. Yeah? So, of course, the, the first uh, part of uh, the digital evolution uh, between 1950 and 1969 uh, was talking about just the digital fundamentals. And in there we had what you'd call systems that were just taking care of inventory and materials. And in, in this, from this regard, we will look at these digital innovations as being outcome-based digital innovations. Uh, then uh, we have uh, digital enterprise uh, 1.0 between 1970 and 2000. And here we are looking at the key digital concepts, which is to introduce IT in organizations, and here we have several characteristics around it, the, the, the emergency of um, networks, local area networks, internet, e-commerce, etc. Yeah, and there are some examples of some of the innovations that are there. And then we have the 2001 to 2015, um, the, 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 the emergency of platforms, digital platforms, uh, the, the blurring begins here, but it's no longer, it's no longer just that family farms need to have the infrastructure in, in them, in their organization, but that in these infrastructures or these platforms already exist out there and that it is for them to take advantage. Yeah? So such infrastructures like, you know, in, in, in the countries at the moment, we talk about mobile money yeah, is, is a critical infrastructure that is out there. So whether I like it or not, as a family farm, I need to be aware that it's a very critical uh, a, a platform that I need to take advantage of. And then uh, the digital enterprise evolution 3.0 um, more or less talks about more sophisticated platforms. Uh, the, a lot of applications that have been built that, that are available. Again, taking the, the idea of mobile money. Now we have uh, mobile money in Africa and specifically in Kenya. You have the extension of the mobile money engine to people who can develop or integrate to their own systems. And so this is the, 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 evo- the general evolution. And that in Africa, what, one of the key things, uh, especially for mobile, uh, for, for family funds and MSMEs, is how to take advantage of all these platforms that are there, whether I like it or not. If you look at the evolution before, it required the organization to do something, yeah, to buy servers, for example, in 1970 to 2000, to have an internet presence, to have an e-commerce platform. But over time now, it is, it, it's, it's becoming more and more blurred to think that these, these are things I need to do. They are actually available. So it's out of um, the, 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 the idea of, of finding out from the internal organization how they can take advantage of this. So, um, okay, so let me just uh, run through because of time. Uh, so a number of studies have uh, more or less have focused on the outcomes. And this, and, and this is all the studies that we've been able to, to look at. Um, uh, so if you look at the studies in, in Nigeria, there is about uh, uh, enterprise system influ- influencing organization, e-commerce adoption, uh, the need for for looking at how ICT infrastructures will, will be able to support security, 
um, uh, the need for educated owners or the use of IT, trying to learn by doing, going out there to learn by doing. Uh, a lot of information services are already accessible in the internet. We can have the study there in Namibia. Uh, education and training is critical. Uh, um, um, rural entrepreneurship uh, requires digital design and technology. Um, ICT usage is critical. Uh, the need to have cloud ERP adoption is critical. Uh, trying to ensure technology innovation influences from, from performance. Uh, the need of mobile cell phone is important. Uh, the need of taking advantage of social media. Uh, the need of literacy on technology so that you're able to then adopt these technologies. Uh, and the whole idea of M-Banking uh, is very important. Yeah. And then one study actually specifically just looked at mobile money. Uh, this is a study uh, by Nan, uh, Zhu, and Marcus. It's a 2021 study that is, uh, again, it's a systematic, it's, it's a literature review looking at the, the impact of mobile technology, mobile money uh, over the period of 2008 and 2019. Uh, so the, the, uh, this is a frontier that uh, a lot of mobile uh, MSMEs need to take care of. So uh, just uh, as part of conclusions, uh, 53% of the studies place focus on the need to think through the initiation of digital innovations. Uh, in, in, in initiation includes triggers, opportunity identification, and decision making. Um, so it's very critical for decision makers to know a lot more about digital innovations, and they should take advantage of those that are part of the Digital Enterprise 3.0. This is cloud ERP, mobile computing, and the use of platforms. Um, the very few are exploiting the existing digital innovations um, and that uh, family farm then need to look at again the ERP, mobile money, mobile banking as the ways through which they can uh, grow so there's a need for looking at an exploitation as a, as a strategy for MSMEs uh, and then uh, the area of Research on family farm innovation is still new, and uh, we, we have a long way to try and see how we can, how you could say, borrow from the digital innovation literature uh, and apply it to family farm innovations so that then family farms can uh, take advantage of the digital innovations that are available. Um, the framework on digital innovation as process and digital innovation is, is a lot of room for research in MSMEs farming farms as well. Okay, that is it from me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Raymond. Um, there's one question for you, and we literally have two, three minutes to answer that. And it's a very good question. In your model, you showed that you're specifically going to look at the willingness and ability and that is the paradox of innovation in family businesses. You know, um, I agree 100%. So there's a question in your research so far. Have you found any insights into the willingness and ability of family businesses in Kenya um, to adopt um, digital innovations? And if so, what are they? Okay, so in, in, in generally in Africa um, and even globally, there is very little uh, studies that have taken advantage of ability and willingness. Um, and what we, what, what, what the study is proposing is that uh, 
um, they, for, for family farms to eventually uh, appreciate their ability, then they need to understand the digital innovation evolutions. Yeah? Because by understanding the evolution and by understanding especially the digital evolution 3.0, where the, the, the innovations are available, it is for them to take advantage of these innovations, uh, then it will be very difficult for them to have an ability because they don't know. So it's, it's an issue of not knowing. So, but there's no study as such that has looked at uh, innovations in Kenya. In fact, all the studies have looked at uh, either inf- information systems or adoption of IT, but they haven't gone full full blown to understanding the new evolutions that are coming, especially platforms that are there and uh, you know, uh, in, in, uh, platforms such as mobile money and the extensions that they have provided for people to take advantage of. Raymond, that's a good answer because it also came out yesterday in Alan and Craig's presentation that uh, you know there's a lot of transformation happening on the digital front. So that would be very interesting to see. You know, it's I think it's going to be a complex issue, and uh, so it will be great that you can research it. And then we have one minute. The morning, Adele. Um, there's a very nice question from her as well. Um, would your whole approach not differ between products and service organizations? Sorry, just come again. Uh, will your whole, um, uh, uh, you know, approach that you adopt in terms of digital innovation not differ between service and product organizations? So okay. I assume it's between manufacturers and services. Would that not differ? Yeah, well, the, the thing here, we are looking at products from the point of view of what digital innovations enable uh, from uh, what you would call how digital innovations facilitate you could say um, a digital innovation product for the farm. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the digital innovations that looked at the, the, the product approach was looking at, okay, we need to have something that we are calling technology in this organization. Yeah. Um, so the digital innovations then need to bring out what these technologies or what is this that we have adopted as a product from a digital innovation perspective. So it's not a product from the point of view of products and services, but from a digital innovation product. So this is a digital innovation product that we have as an organization. Uh, The other approach is to say that digital innovation needs to be looked at from an outcome point of view, that we need to look at how digital innovations can influence the, the, the delivery and manufacturing of products. So this is the outcome. So what is the outcome? We want products. We want services. We want processes. So uh, this is the distinction. So it will be, the model will be used for either product-based organization or service-based uh, type of farms. Raymond, thank you very much for an interesting presentation and I think a well worth study. Uh, perhaps you can consider it so long uh, within the next hour over a cup of tea, because the first question I think Titi is going to ask you, uh, one of your supervisors asked the question here, why are you expecting family businesses to approach uh, to digital innovation would be different than, than, than non-family SME? So I think it's a good question. And perhaps we can start with that during our panel discussion. Thank you very much, Raymond. You have done very well, and I'll see you back now now. 
Thank you. Thank you, everyone. See you in the next session.